Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Good morning. It is Marketing Monday, last Marketing Monday of the year. Oh my goodness. Why? Because everyone needs a break. So I know, I know that next Monday is not a holiday, but I'm going to have all of my kids home with me and who knows, who knows what's going to happen. So this is the last Monday of the season that I will be here with just one or two of of my kids out of the four. And so, yeah, everybody deserves a break, right? So thank you so much for joining me for the last Marketing Monday of the year. And the question I have for you today, just before we get started, is how are you spending the last couple of weeks in 2020? So I don't save my strategic planning for the end of the year, because I think that if your business needs to go in a new direction, you don't need to wait for the end of the year for that to happen. But it just so happens that I'm taking my business in a somewhat of a new direction and just so happened that it's right now. So I'm taking this week and next week to kind of do some of that strategic planning, looking at, you know, really understanding the audience I want to target, really digging in deep to my brand values, but then also some of the strategic initiatives I want to plan for next year. So let me know what it is you know, what are you up to for the last two weeks? And I would like to point out that, you know, if you are not, you know, if you're not engaging in any type of planning, if you're not doing any of that, that's perfectly fine too, because planning to rest is an investment in your health and in your business. So if you're one of those hard chargers who never rests, then maybe right now for this part of the year, that would be good for you, right? I plan on getting in plenty of rest as well. And I might go on a social media cleanse. I don't know. I say cleanse. I just mean that maybe I won't use it, delete it off my phone and just kind of stay off of it for the most part. But yeah, so oh, we've got a few more people joining. So yeah, let me know, hashtag live or hashtag replay. And then let me know in the comments, how are you spending the last couple of weeks in 2020? Could be just taking the time off and enjoying the holiday. Could be, you know, you're digging in for some strategic planning. Could be that you're doing a blend of both, much, much like myself. So I'm going to start out with why you need to pay attention to your personal brand. You already have one. If you think that you don't have a personal brand, you are wrong. It's very much like, you know, do you have a home? And that is kind of how I tied things in. But first, I want to talk about this. I want to dig it in, dig in a little bit deeper. You already have a personal brand. Your personal brand is what people experience when they look you up, when they research you, when they experience you. And so if you are not intentional with your personal brand, if you are approaching that in a pretty haphazard way, then it may not look the way that you want it to. Now, 
for people with stronger, I don't want to say stronger personalities, but people who have more extroverted personalities, they tend to almost unintentionally bring their personal brands in line, but there can be some critical misalignments, if you will, in their personal brands for those people who are more extroverted like myself, because when you're not intentional, you can add in things that just don't go together. So you have to plot out that strategy. It's not to say you can't add in things that appear to clash to your personal brand, but you have to plan that out and and make sure that you're doing that in an intentional way. So let's see. I've got some awesome examples for you. So I wanted to draw this comparison. I had this metaphor kind of pop into my mind of personal branding and interior decorating or interior design and how those two things can be used as a great example for why you need to be intentional with your personal brand. So I've got some awesome pictures for you. (laughs) Okay. So let's look at this living room first. I've got pictures of living rooms here. So this living room is kind of edgy. It's very artistic. I think that's a television over there. And then you've got the fireplace. You've got this art here. It's very clean, stark lines, right? So this is kind of more of an edgy design. It's all very intentional, right? And then you look at this modern home, you know, modern living room. Uh, Again, very much like the edgy living room, lots of white space, very clean lines. We've got some plant life here, some kind of eclectic, eclectic decorating and things. But it's all, again, very intentional. Don't worry. I'm going somewhere with this. I promise. There we go. Antique. Antique, like way back. Again, look look at that ceiling, first of all. Look at that ceiling. That is so very intentional. And then you've got the art on the walls. You've got the fireplace, the hardwood. It all matches. It's it's very elegant, very intentional. And just to go to the opposite end of the spectrum, this is like a log cabin or like it's meant to have that cabin-esque temperature, ambiance, if you will, this kind of feel. Oh, I didn't realize there were feet in this picture, (laughs) but there are. And, you know, it's got the Christmas tree in the corner. So it kind of suits what, you know, our theme right now for the season, but it all goes together, right? We've got some antlers all over the place and we've got this nice fireplace. You see the wood, it all goes together. So all four of those, right? We've got the edgy living room, the modern living room, the antique living room, the cabin living room, They're all very intentional. And yes, Natasha, fantastic point. Natasha says that they're all beautiful spaces in their own ways. And this is exactly true. Now, are you ready for this? I hope I don't hurt your eyes. I hope I don't hurt your eyes. Boom. This is what an unintentional, (laughs) this is what an unintentional living room looks like. Or I guess this one's a bedroom, but we've got, you know, we've got this light blue couch over here on the left, but then we've got an inflatable couch over here on the right. I remember asking my parents for those when I was growing up. We've got this nice little uh, desk here with the plant. We've got some doorway beads here and this like princess bed thing. And then there's this chandelier and the whole thing is just, a lot of clashing styles. The room was designed probably by somebody who loves it very much, right? Very much like how you should love yourself. But I wouldn't say that it was designed with the intention of a particular, you know, developing a particular aesthetic, which is fine. You know, it's our living room. It's our personal space. But this is why I wanted you to think about it, though, for your personal brand. If you're not intentionally cultivating your personal brand, it is coming together however it feels like, 
there may be emphasis on certain things that maybe you didn't want emphasis on them and you wanted to develop an equal emphasis over something else. When you purposely, intentionally cultivate and grow and establish your personal brand, you take control over how others experience you. When you do not do it in an intentional manner, you give up that control. So I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about controlling your first digital impression and I was referring to the search results. When was, let me know in the comments, when was the last time you Googled yourself? Googled yourself in an incognito window, first of all, because your current search results, the way in your regular browser window, your search results and who you are will influence your actual results. So use an incognito window. But when was the last time you looked yourself up? I do it periodically because I like to see what comes up in the results. But you can take control of what shows up in those results by intentionally cultivating your personal brand. Because when you make an effort to go out there and you're featured in, you know, magazines, online or print, when you're in podcast interviews, when you do video shows, when you've got speaking engagements, all of those things start to add up at the top of the results, especially as the audiences you get in front of are more intentional. Oh, goody. We've got some answers. Okay. So somebody said that they checked their face or their, they searched themselves two months ago. So for the person who searched themselves two months ago, what did you like what you found? That's the big thing, right? Like, so if you search and you like what you find, like that, that's a very good start. So did you like what you found? Did it appear, did it present you the way that you wanted to be presented? And then Natasha said she was checking on her Google My Business page, which everyone should have for sure. And of course, I just lost my train of thought. That's so funny. So. If you like what you see when you do those when you do that search, then that is a great start. If you don't like what you see, it's not the end of the world. It's not. Uh, so through intentionally cultivating my personal brand, I think I like everything I see on like the first three pages of Google. I don't typically go beyond that because most people don't, but I like what I find. And the big thing is is you want to approach it in such a way that, you know, it serves you a few different purposes. So growing your personal brand serves a few different purposes, usually. So it can help you build authority and credibility. It can help people learn more about you and like you if that's what they want to do. And that's important, not that everyone needs to like you. So please don't think that that's what I'm saying. But the people that you're attracting to you, right, you attract them and they like you, that's a good space to be in. When you turn, when you when your content and your personal brand disqualifies people and kind of makes them feel not that they hate you, but that, hey, this person's not for me and they move on, then that's great because that means they're going to go find somebody that they do resonate with and they're not going to feel, you know, they're not going to cause dissonance in your audience. But then also there's an SEO component, right? We were just talking about Google search results. So not everything has to link back to your website to be of value in terms of SEO. You want to rank for your name. And then the other thing is, you know, growing that personal brand and taking those steps intentionally, intentionally puts you in front of other audiences. So the big question is, are you getting in front of audiences that 
will move your business along, that will help you in some way or another. And it's not to say that I never donate my time or my influence because I speak on, you know, my military sexual trauma experiences, which doesn't technically move my business forward at all. But it is something that's incredibly important to me. But the most important thing is that I intentionally make that decision, unlike the decorating of this room. Now, again, I'm sure that somebody loves everything in here, but if you're thinking personal brand, if you're thinking I need to sell my house, this is not the best look, right? So I've got some realtors in my audience and I'm sure that they would agree that this would not be the best look in terms of selling a home. Let's see. Oh, I have a question. All right. So let me get rid of that picture so you can see me. All right. So do, okay. So do I think people will search for your name specifically for your industry? Okay. So this is interesting. And so I'm going to, I'm trying, I'm not going to get too far into the specifics of how this works again, because like the Google algorithm is incredibly advanced, but when people are searching around for something specific, Google always takes into account the previous searches and what it believes your interests are. So if I was Ruthie Bowles, a financial advisor, let's say, because that's just the first thing that popped in my head because there are a ton of financial advisors. <laughs> but if I was Ruthie Bowles, the financial advisor, and your five previous searches had something to do with budgeting, improving credit score, getting out of debt, how to work with a financial advisor, how to find a financial advisor, you ask a friend and they give you my name and you search my name, and I, let's say I have a website or I've got, I got some stuff on LinkedIn, Google is probably going to give you me because of your previous searches indicating that you were probably looking for someone in that space. So it's not always so much that it'll be your industry specifically, but if the person who's searching has established an interest in that topic related to that industry, then you may specifically come up. If, if it's a longstanding interest, Right. Like Google's like, oh, man, this purchase, this person searches on these types of topics all the time because Google's been kind of keeping track. Right. Forever. Then it will feed you what it is that you're looking for. Now, in my case, I think I pretty much come up for my name no matter what, not including the industry. Like if somebody looks up Ruthie Bowles, then they're going to find me probably. And that works out really nicely for me. And it could be that as pe people may look you up together with your, with your industry, I guess it would depend again on your industry, but I'll definitely reach back out to you through the chat because I'm sure once I can actually see who you are, I'll be able to better cater this answer <laughs> because right now I can't see you. You're just Facebook user on StreamYard. So yeah, so I think that that's the big thing you want to take into account is that if the people who would search for you on Google, it will be somebody who has heard your name before probably. Maybe they received your name as a referral or a recommendation from a friend or like a business acquaintance or a, you know, a personal acquaintance. And so they're going to want to do their research. And so again, like say I'm looking for a business coach or a life coach or something and somebody makes a recommendation to me before I email them before I uh, send them a message on LinkedIn, I'm probably going to do a Google search because yes, I appreciate my friend's recommendation. And so that would help you, but I need to do my own research first. So my friend's recommendation bolsters your credibility in my eyes, unless what I find online is kind of like, you know, lukewarm. It's not going to necessarily detract from my friend's recommendation, but what People find online, once they search your name, can take 
the credibility that you've already gained from the referral and boost it even further. So if you're, if my friend's referral to you got you all the way to a five out of 10, and then what I find online takes you up to like an eight or nine, like, whew, like, yeah, like I'm ready to call you. Wouldn't you rather have that conversation with your people at the eight or nine versus the five? So again, it's not like you're at zero based off of that referral, but based on what I, what people find online about you, it can boost you up even further. So they're already really excited to have that conversation with you. That was a wonderful question. I can't wait to see who asked that. <laughs> so, all right. One more time, this was Marketing Monday. Let me know how you're spending the last couple of weeks of 2020. And I wanted to take this time right now to tell you that we are going to be making some changes to the Defiant Business Podcast. So if that's something you've been missing, because we haven't really posted anything new since season six was over, it is because we are making some changes. And those changes are being made so that way I can bring you more awesome guests. And we're also going to be shifting to focusing equally on business people, but then also social entrepreneurs. So that way I can get some, shine some light on some of the different causes and professionals who are working in those spaces like diversity, equity, and inclusion, environmental, healthcare, mental health, education. I want to be able to shine a light on some of those different spaces where we've got a lot of awesome social entrepreneurs working that you may not be aware of. So we're going to be going back and forth between those, the pure business, as well as the social entrepreneurship aspects of things. And then you're always going to get the Marketing Monday on the podcast, uh, which will be great if you can't catch it live on Facebook. You'll be able to catch it on the podcast probably just a few weeks later. So that'll be how the how the how the podcast looks in 2021 you'll have a marketing monday and then actually two episodes from a guest every week at least that's the plan i'll let you know you know what they say about you know the best laid plans oh Oh, I bet that's, oh, yep. Rediscover Maryland. That's Michelle. See, realtor Michelle, you're going to have to watch this replay because I was talking about houses and I was showing people living rooms and stuff. Good decorations, bad decorations. You want to watch this one. And then, oh, I'm really glad that you found this helpful. If you have any other questions, go ahead and drop them in the comments. I'll be in there to answer questions, of course. And now that we're just going to wrap up the last live stream. The last, well, I'll do more live streams, but the last marketing Monday of 2021 or 2020. And I look forward to seeing you for the next one in 2021. Have a wonderful holiday. Relax. Enjoy your families. Enjoy the time. If any of you need to chat, you know, if the holidays are rough and you don't have someone to that you feel comfortable speaking with, I could definitely open up my calendar for you if you need to just kind of chat things out. I know that the holidays can be a hard time for some people. So yes, Natasha, see you next year. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.